Welcome to the anointed and transformational teaching ministry of House of Praise Mississauga, Canada, a parish of the Redeemed Christian Church of God. It is our prayer that as you listen to this message, that you will be empowered to achieve your dreams and fulfill your destiny. God bless you as you listen. Last week we celebrated the most important day to humanity. What a glorious resurrection. Hallelujah. What took place and the implication of what took place as Easter was a colossal damage to the kingdom of darkness. The implication of the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus was hidden from principalities and powers. None, even angels, did not know what was going to happen thereafter. Colossians, open your Bibles quickly to 1 Corinthians, sorry, chapter 2, verse 8. The word of God says, none of the rulers of this age understood it. For if they had, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. What does this mean? They would not have crucified him. Easter is the story of how the resurrection power was now available for the human race. You see, it was okay. The devil was okay with the Son of God having power. He was okay with the heavens having power. But what he's not okay with is you and I having that same power. Now, how would that power be distributed? That was the hidden secret. That was what was hidden from principalities, from powers, from angels. They did not have a clue that that power will be now made available to the human race. But before that power could be distributed, Jesus needed to be resurrected. Praise God. That was why the whole of heaven, that was why the whole of earth, that was why the whole of the host of darkness was trying to make sure Jesus did not rise from the dead. Pastor Ali preached a message some years ago. Go and get that. Uh, say, the seven powers that be. Amen. Praise God. Human power, military power, economic power, financial power, demonic power. All those powers tried to stop Jesus, but none could. And the resurrection power swallowed up every other power. Praise God. It's not my revelation. I just taught you where I got it from. Praise God. Amen. Amen? Now, I want you to pay attention to this because you're about to learn some things that will change your life forever. Amen? Now, when Jesus died, before he died, he made a very powerful statement. I believe that the statement he made was the most powerful statement of faith, in my opinion, that he made when he was on the surface of this earth. Remember in Romans 8, 11, it says, if the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you, it will give life to your mortal bodies. You remember that? John 5, 26. John 5, 26. Praise God. He said, for as the father have life in himself, 
So has he granted the son to have life in himself. Now, the father has life. The life in the Greek that God has is called zoe. It's the God kind of life. He has life in him. He gave the son also to have life in himself. The devil is satisfied with that. But for you to have the same life is where the problem is. And you have the life of God in the inside of you. The challenge is many sins are not operating that life. But today, you are stepping into a new realm. When he said the life I now live, Galatians 2.20, is a life by faith of the Son of God. Listen to me. Your life was not refurbished. That was the mistake in the theory of the world. They would say, oh, you are now born again, so you are now in... The Bible did not say you are refurbished. You are a brand new creature. If they were looking for the old you, the old you is dead. It's not the old you that rose from the dead. No, the old you is dead, kaput, forgotten. The you that we are seeing is that same life of God. Because when he rose from the dead, you rose with him. Tell your neighbor, this is not my life. <laughs> my, this life is his life. Humorously, one day one guy was traveling and they told him, some other travelers were in the first class cabin with them, it was a train, and they said they were playing cards. And they said, why don't you join us? We need one extra person to join us. He said, sorry, I don't have hands. So they were looking at him, but we see you have hands now. This answer, he said, oh, you are looking at this one. This one is not my own. Praise God. So in that confusion, he preached the gospel to them and they got saved. Praise God. That's how powerful the consciousness of living that this life is not mine. It is his. And as from today, you will move to a new level of living that life that he has given to you. Praise God. We are going somewhere today. Thank you, Jesus. Hmm. 25. John 5.25. Let's do John 5.25. <laughs> now, pay attention to this. Most assuredly, I like it when I see verily, verily, most assuredly. Please give me King James Version. Why are you laughing? It seems that was what I said the last time I was here. Okay. Verily, verily, I say unto you, the hour is coming. And when is that hour? Now is when the dead shall hear the voice of the Son of God, where the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God. Listen to me very well. A wave of revival is hitting the body of Christ now. Raising the dead will be like headache was healed. Because they are going to hear the voice of the Son of God. Listen to me, Jesus Christ raised the dead during his lifetime. Was that not so? He raised the dead. 
And he said, Verily I say unto you, the hour is coming. The hour is coming, talking about you and I. But even before that hour would come, now is. At this present time, the dead will hear the voice. A time that is still coming in the future is that you will also speak to dead situations, dead circumstances. They will hear the voice of God and they will be resurrected. Resurrection power. Let me break it down for you. There is a resurrection that we are all looking forward to. That is at rapture. Everybody say rapture. Where the Bible says in 1 Thessalonians 4, 7 to the end, where it's talking about the dead in Christ will rise first and so on and so forth. That is the big event we're all looking forward to as Christians. Amen? Now there is a resurrection that has already taken place. That was when Christ rose from the dead and gave us life. Now between when Jesus rose from the dead and between the resurrection that will happen in the future that we are looking for, there is a resurrection now. There is a resurrection now. When is the resurrection? Now. What is resurrection? It's giving life, it's being raised from a dead situation. That's resurrection. The primary ingredient we look for in resurrection is life. Everybody say life. It is only life that can give rise to a dead situation. Now, somebody under the sound of my voice has the life of God in him or her. Who is that person? Listen to me again. He said resurrection is when? Ah, I didn't hear you. When? Okay. Let's go and see it in the scriptures. Thank you, Jesus. John eleven twenty five. John eleven twenty five. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Listen to me. Jesus had not gone. This was two weeks thereabout. Maybe roughly 15 days to the time he was going to be crucified. This was the story of when he went to raise Lazarus from the dead. When he got there, Mary started saying, oh, if you had come on time, this guy would have been raised from the dead. As far as she was concerned, it was impossible because Lazarus, it was four days and he would have been stinking. Uh, the stench would be strong. Even, even when you, they open the tomb, when you smell the stench, you change your mind. Praise God. That was what he was saying. Now Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. But look at our response. And that's the response of many believers. Say, I know on the resurrection morning, he will rise again. That is all we always console ourselves with. That on the resurrection morning, we will rise. Is that not true? It's true. But Jesus now answered. He said, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. Verse 26. And whosoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? Yes. yes. She believed it. 
but she was still pointing to the resurrection morning. Jesus was saying, there is a resurrection now. And he knew that, look, he had the life of God on the inside of him. Because as the father has life, so has he given the son to have life. The same life woke the son of the widow of Nay from the dead. Is that not correct? The same one raised Jairus' daughter from the dead. Is that not so? The same life on the inside of him. When the woman with the issue of blood touched the hem of his garment, what happened to him? What happened to her, sorry? It was, I mean, she was healed. Now, this same life was on the inside of him and he knew it could also raise Lazarus from the dead. He said, I am not going to be the resurrection. I am already the resurrection and the life. He was calling those things that be not as though they are. I think somebody did that in the testimony. Praise God. Calling those things that be not as though they are. Now listen to me. Remember I told you there is a resurrection. When? Now. The resurrection is now. When is the resurrection? Now. There is a power available for you. When? Now. Why? This is way life. The life on the inside of you is converted into power on the platform of prayer. That's why the Bible says in Luke 18.1, I love this church for that. You are a praying church. Some people say, oh, they pray too much, they pray too much. Prayer is not too much. If you come from the side of the woods, like my parents came from, praise God, you know that. If you know the sacrifices people are ready to do, just to make sure that you will amount to nothing. Then you know. The Bible says the habitation of the world is full of what? Cruelty. There are people like the witches of Endor. They are all over. All over. Are you listening to me? This is how it works. You have the life of God on the inside of you. The Bible says the kingdom of God is not in talking. It is in living by God's power. You see, the life is on the inside of you but needs to be converted to this outside, to the manifestation of the sons. It must be converted to your mortal body. It must be evident and physical. The conversion only takes place on the platform of prayer. Luke 18.1, write it down if you are writing. Men ought always to pray and not to give up. Another translation says men ought always to pray and not to cave in. Another one says, men ought always to pray and not to lose heart. You must always, not sometimes. When? Always. Hey, but I don't know how to pray. Join them in praying. Are you listening to me? <laughs> Prayer is not subcontracted. It's not a service you pay for. Every man must pray. Ladies in the house, if that guy can't pray, Please, let him take a stroll. Otherwise, you marry a prayer project. Praise God. Am I talking to people? Praise God. That's the first criteria. Men must know how to pray. Nobody, flash news, nobody was born with praying. There's nobody that was born. That when they came to this world, in fact, when they came to this world, everybody was crying. 
Praise God. Nobody came with prayer language. Nobody. Amen. So tell your neighbor, you must pray. We must pray. So that's how we convert this life. The life is converted on the platform of prayer. When we pray, power is generated. So when that power is generated, combined with the word of God, with words we speak and confess, that's number two. Then number three is to line up living that life he has called us to. You see, when you don't live the life, you create a blockade in your path. The pipe will not flow when you are living contrary to the life he has called us to. Are you getting something today? So we must walk in the perfection and in the fullness of Christ. Amen. Praise God. <laughs> I like the message Bible in John eleven twenty five. Let's do <laughs> the message Bible. He said, you don't have to wait till the end. <laughs> Look at it. You don't have to wait for the end. What is he talking about? The future resurrection. You don't have to wait for that. He said, I am right now the resurrection and the life. Praise God. Now listen, he declared to be the resurrection when? Right now. Going to, to die and rise from the dead in two weeks' time is for the rest of you. But right now, I am still the resurrection and the life. What made him the resurrection? The life he had. Praise God. The life. You see, many people ask, why did Jesus have to pray? The Son of God. God himself. You see, when you put on this human frailty, when you put on this human body, praise God, divinity has to swallow humanity. It's in prayer. Prayer is the price for the soul. Prayer will subject the flesh so that the spirit can always have fullness in display. I see your level is changing. Yes. Amen. How many people will give themselves to prayer? Let me see your hands. Yes. You see, when we begin to do this, when we begin to do this, your children, not even you, your children will be raising dead people up. The kind of miracles, the kind of wonders, the kind of persecution we will give the devil. He will quickly join. He will go and beg God and say, God, come quickly. Jesus, come quickly. Come and rapture these people. They are too much. I said you will be too much for the enemy. They are too much. Come and rapture them. I'm just kidding. Praise God. You know what I mean? I'm just trying to tell you that you will make this art unbearable for the devil. Because of the life of God on the inside of you. Let me tell you this. Something happened to Abraham and Sarah. The Bible says at the age of 100, Sarah being 90, something happened. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. Isaac could not be produced. But this same principle of calling those things that be not as though they are. Isaac was a promise to them. 
God gave life to Abraham. He put life in his body. He put life also in Sarah's body. The life was so serious that a king at the age of 90 was still eyeing Sarah. Because something happened. I'm not trying to discourage you from anti-aging cream. But what I'm saying there is an alternative. It's resurrection now. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Now, my mom is 87 years old. I know how 87 looks like. I mean, she's not even yet 90. The last time I saw her, I looked at her. I said, Mom, you are old. She's not even yet 90. But at the age of 90, a king was still spotting Sarah. Something happened to this body. I said, something is going to happen to you. The Bible says, if that same spirit, if that same life that raised Jesus from the dead dwells on the inside of you, it will give life to this mortal body. I said, receive life in your mortal body. Maybe you are sick today. I said, receive life in that mortal body. No matter what the doctors have said, by virtue of the anointing and grace upon this altar, I said, receive life to your mortal body. Every sickness, every disease, molesting, tormenting you, saying to you that there is no resurrection, I said, receive life to your mortal body. Receive life to your mortal body. In the name of Jesus Christ. The same life that he released, he had to release life to their mortal body to produce Isaac. Are you listening? Because what was dead, Sarah's womb, the sperm count of Abraham that was dead, when they received life, listen to me, Isaac came. Isaac was the promise to Abraham. Manifestation of the sons is a promise to us. The same way God was faithful to his promise to Abraham, he's going to be faithful to you manifesting the son of God. Are you listening? Something is changing. Your life can never be the same. Because you, are, you have the life of God when? Now. Resurrection is when? Now. Let me quickly tell you this. The kingdom we are in is the kingdom of power. You have to learn how to walk in power. How to live in power. How to stay in power. How to live your life in power. First Corinthians 4.20 says the kingdom of God is not in talking, but it is in living by God's power. Romans 1.4, he himself declared to be the son of God in power. He wasn't distributing sweets and chocolates and saying I'm the son of God. He said I'm the son of God with power. Acts 1.8, as many that received him, to them he gave power. To become what? The sons of God. My wife once corrected me. She said, said, it's not power. She said, said, power. I said, I like it, power. It makes me feel it. Amen. Okay, power. (laughs) Praise God. Let some people pick offense. John 1.12. As many that received him, to them he gave power to become the sons of God. So you are not just a child of God with letters. You have become a child of God in power. Psalm 66 verse 3. The Bible says the 
creation. He said everybody submits to God. Not because he has all the names. Not because he's the ancient of days. He's the most old. The Bible says they submit because of the awesomeness of his power. In this part of eternity, you need power. Can you tap your neighbor and tell your neighbor you need power? You need power. You don't need jealousy. You don't need anger. You need what? Power. You don't even need competition. You need power. When you get this revelation that you need power, praise God. And how is that power converted? I told you. You have what on the inside of you? The life of God. And it comes converted into power through? Aha, uh -huh, you got it. That's why any church that doesn't pray is done. It's kiss kebab. It's done. You keep the enemy where they belong in praying. Praise God. There was some time ago, this is a long time ago, one principality came to our church. Went directly to the children's church. Principality. She came back and said, ah, this place is hot. She said, the people who knew her from her village, where she comes from, Zimba, I will not finish it. <laughs> they said, ah, pastor, this woman, we only heard of her. We have never seen her before. I said, she entered the lion's den. Praise God. Are you listening to me? You must be loaded with power. Everywhere power. Everywhere fire. So thick, they will give you five kilometers radius. Say, so don't move near that dangerous one. That's the way you should make your house be. I look at husbands and wives, sometimes they're always fighting. Why are you fighting? Is fighting what you need? The Bible says, fight the good fight of faith. And you are fighting each other. Praise God. That's a wrong fight. As from today, when you get to tell your wife, no more fighting here. Tell your husband, no more fighting here. Praise God. There are some fights you should suspend. Some, 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 some words, the words in your house have had some words they shouldn't hear from your lips. Whereas you should be loading your cloud, you are loading your wall. The Bible says your cloud, when it is filled, it will rain of its own accord. But the wall keeps on dividing and separating us. Say you are moving to a new realm today. Do I still have friends in this house? You are moving to a new realm. Okay, quickly, seven strands of power. Let's quickly move in power. Seven. All these powers are available for you. Now, these seven strands, listen, in the English language, what you'll be finding in the scriptures is power, power, power. It doesn't, it doesn't differentiate it. Praise God. But there is power for wealth. There is power for deliverance. There is power and so on and so forth. I'll be breaking it down. Number one. Is Archie. Power of Archie. Archie is the Greek word. Okay, I was explaining. English? All right, all right. All right. Praise God. Everybody say power. Okay. You see, in the Greek, the New Testament was written in Greek. Okay? 
you see, the Greek, they have a very rich vocabulary. They were stronger in words than the English language. So the interpreters, well, power, power, they just wrote it as power, praise God, but let us break it down today, all right? So because as one today, we are walking in power. Oh, I didn't give you a title. Walking in resurrection power. All right. Praise God. Walking in resurrection power. Amen. Praise God. If it's homiletics, I've just failed my exam in homiletics. But it's not homiletics, it's Jesus' letics. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Are you with me? All right. Quickly. The power of Archie. Archie is spelled A-R-C-H-E. A-R-C-H-E. This is divine power that can create something out of nothing. This is the power behind creation. Hebrews 11.3 says, let there be light and there was light. The world was framed by the word of God. The words were framed by the words of God. Let there be light and there was light. So if the world was framed by the word of God, then you can frame your own world by the same word of God. Archie is the power of calling those things that be not as though they are. The platform of doing that is the word of faith. That is taking the word of God, standing upon the word of God, declaring the word of God, speaking the word of God, saying the word of God, and making sure your faith is hinged on the word of God. Are you listening? That is the power of Archie. Amen. For example... We normally say creating something out of nothing. Let me clarify that. That's not technically true. We say the words, we create something out of nothing. No, it's not really nothing. Just bear with me for a second or two. It is bringing into existence what is not visible to your physical eyes. Praise God. Let me quickly demonstrate something. Young man, open heaven. Heaven or not? Come. Sorry, it's your teacher. Amen. What's your name? Nemi. Nemi. Yes. Nemi. Yes. You are now promotion. What did I call you? Promotion. promotion. Now, run, run behind the stage. Just go behind. Now, all of you, so you are seeing Nemi. Go behind the stage. Go. Now, if I'm here and I'm looking for promotion, you know his name is promotion. And I begin to say, oh, promotion, where are you? Promotion, where are you? Promotion, where are you? Now, to my physical eyes, I can't see him. Is that right? But does he exist? You know he exists. Okay. Promotion, come. Promotion, come. Promotion, come. Come, come, man. Come. Come. Praise God. Is this not the promotion you couldn't see? Where is he now? Here, right here. Is calling those things that be not. Be not means it exists, but you can't see it with your physical eye. You now want it to manifestation. There is a power that can bring it from the realm you cannot see into the realm you can see. And that is the word of faith. Isaiah 55, 11 says, So is my word that proceeds out of my mouth. It will not return empty, 
until it has produced the purpose for which it has been sent. So you must be conversant with the scripture. You must let the word of God be in your mouth. Quote it in the morning, in the evening, all day long, and you begin to see the power of Archie. That was what that guy used. God bless you. Thank you so much. Promotion is yours. Amen. That was what that guy used. He said the thing I was believing God for had not yet existed. He had not seen it before that he would get scholarship and be paid at the same time. He said there was none. But does it mean it didn't exist? So as he began to call it, as he began to call it, I love that guy's faith. He said he put himself in the picture. He was seeing his future. Calling those things that be not as though he took it to another level. Amen. And what happened eventually? The following year, they had to create a new school. You think the billionaire just woke up and it's somebody's faith that woke somebody up sleeping and created it. That's power of action. Tell somebody I will live in power. I will live in power. Number two, our time is fast, man. Power of exosia. Praise the Lord. Exosia, this is the, the power that, this is the ability to perform a line of action without resistance. It's the power of dominion. It's the power of dominion. Isaiah 8-9 says, associate yourself, O ye people, and you'll be broken. You'll be broken into pieces. Take counsel, it will not stand. Speak the word, it will not come to pass. In the name of Jesus Christ, so shall it be with you in Jesus' name. Amen. Matthew 16, 18 says, the gates of hell will not prevail. This is the power that conquers the gates of hell. It's the power of dominion. You see, we always think that the devil is that powerful. No. You see, there's category. First of all, we have thrones. Everybody says thrones. That is where God is. The devil is never mentioned there. In the realm of truth. There are two and four elders there. Twelve decide, twelve decide, according to revelations. Praise God. According to scripture. Twelve decide, decide. And the throne of God is there. And all these elders, we sang it even this morning. All the winds and angels about. All right. All they do, every time, is come, look at the majestic nature of God, throw their crowns, bow, wake up, put the crown back, go back to their seat, sit. After a while, they say, ah, it's too great. They will come again. That's all they do. They rule, they take counsel with God. That's the The devil was not mentioned there. Now, the next realm is dominion. Man was given to have dominion, but he lost it to the devil. That was what brought the devil from principalities and powers that he came to the realm of dominion. He could not. But when Jesus came, died on the cross, rose, he was restored back to principality and power. So he said, sit down until I make your enemy your footstool. Listen to me. Even Jesus, a throne was created for him in the throne room. Now, when a throne was created for him, he seated down at the right hand of the Father. You remember the sons of Zebedee? They came to ask Jesus. He said, ah, create one left and right. Uh, he said, no, it's not me to determine that one. But listen to the good news concerning you. Jesus is at the right hand of the Father, but where are you? 
You are in Jesus. Where? Principal. Where? Far above. Oh, somebody seated in Christ. Is somebody here seated with Christ? Where? On the throne room. Hey, listen to me. Where are principalities and powers? Where is the devil? Under your feet. And you are seated. Oh, with, in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. Far above. Oh, somebody say it again. Far above. Oh, somebody needs to take a tongue praise. Come on, speak in the Holy Ghost. Ratatatata. Far above. So stop glorifying the devil. The devil is very far from you. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Luke 10:19. Nothing shall by any means hurt you. Nothing. This is the power that takes care of hurt. I speak to everyone and anyone under hurt right now. I say you are free from the power of the enemy. I say you are free from the power of hurt. In the name of Jesus Christ. This is the power that overcomes the Red Sea. Any Red Sea stopping your progress, stopping your destiny, stopping you from advancing. Every Red Sea, hear ye the word of God. It will part for you. In the name of Jesus. That is the power of dominion. You have it on the inside of you. Everybody say, I have the power of Archie. I have Exosia. The third one is the power of Iskus. Iskus is spelled I-S-C-H-U-S. This is the power to penetrate opposition. It's the power to overcome mighty opposition. It's militant in nature. Psalm 18, verse 29, say, by God, I have run through a troop. By God, I have lived over the wall. Very militant in nature. First John 2, 14, I am strong to overcome mighty opposition. Glory be to God. I will overcome every wickedness orchestrated against me. I speak over your life. Every wickedness orchestrated from the pit of hell against your life, against your destiny, you have overcome because of the power of Iskus operating on the inside of you. If you believe it, say good amen. Isaiah 45, 15 says you are a sharp, threshing instrument with teeth. You are going to beat down every mountain of Assyria. Every mountain militating, agitating against your life and destiny. You have beaten them down in the name of Jesus. I say you are beating them down in the name of Jesus. You will trash every mountain and make them small in the name of Jesus. If you believe it, shout yes. This power is militant in nature. And this is why Christians must rise in these last days. You must operate this power. Amen? This is the power that confronts government. This nonsense that sometimes they do against Christianity and the word of God, some of them need to see the power of his schools. There was a time in the country my wife was born in, there's a city there. I know some of us. Oh, oh, I see you. Bon? That's Bon's village. Praise God. Something happened there. Archbishop Benson Idaosa of blessed memory. Every time I call his name, I still shake in my bones. Praise God. 
he went to do a village uh, crusade and he planted a church in a particular village. And some hoodlums came, they raped all the women there. Very, very bad and sad situation. Archbishop Benson Idauza issued a decree. He said, only if I'm not called of God. He said, all these people, he gives them three days. Because it took Jesus three days to rose from the dead. Just three days, they would die like a pack of cards. It was judgment street. The whole village was shaking. Because people were just falling down. Boom, dying, boom, dying, boom, dying. So, huh? They quickly sent to the Oba of Benin to go and help them beg the archbishop that all the men will almost die here. When they ran, archbishop quickly sent a message to the, uh, to the Oba of Benin. Don't send anybody here. Otherwise, anybody that comes will join them. The people now took counsel. The only way out. They now ran. This was second wave of revival. They ran to the church and said, have mercy, son of David, have mercy. Revival busted out. That's power of Iskush. Sometimes the enemy needs to hear. The fourth one is Didoma. Are you still writing? Didoma, praise God. D-I, Didoma, D-I-D-O-M-I. Praise God. Deuteronomy 8.18 says, I am the Lord thy God that giveth thee power to get wealth. This is the power for wealth. I know some of you will be interested in this one. <laughs> I said some. Why are many people laughing? <laughs> Praise God. He said, I am the Lord thy God. I giveth thee power to get wealth. That he may establish his covenant. The purpose of the wealth is to establish. It's for the kingdom purpose. It's not to buy 100 cars, breakfast in Monte Carlo, lunch in uh, Brazil, dinner in the, you know, I see some of you already, uh, you know that life. <laughs> That's not what it's for. It's for the kingdom. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Okay. So how do you release the power of Didomar? This power of wealth, how do you attract it? How does it work for you? It's through the spirit of generosity. Everybody say generosity. Oh, you must be a giver, a sacrificial giver. Praise God. Amen. <laughs> I remember when Abraham was to pursue God to Moriah, when he took Isaac. And listen to me. When this takes place, when you get to the point that you become a sacrificial giver, what happens is that the windows of heaven are opened over you. Let me put it in modern day language. The portals of heaven will be opened over you. That's what happens. God opens the heavens over you and will give you, make you see things your generation is not seeing. Are you listening to me? That is how that wealth is converted. I'll give you one or two examples. Abraham. You know Abraham was very wealthy in his time, right? When he wanted to kill Isaac, you can read it when you get home because my time is fast spent. He wanted to kill Isaac. He pursued God to Moriah. This was Moriah. I read this. I haven't been to Israel. I'm believing God to go. Praise God. Now, 
Golgotha, where Jesus was crucified, is a sight distance to Moriah. So when he was slaughtered, he, he wanted to slaughter Isaac, something happened. He saw something. He saw something because after that sacrifice, he never remained the same. Remember the Bible says, Hebrews 6.13 was describing his age. God was looking for what to swear by. He couldn't find. Then he stood by his throne. He swore by his throne. He said, in blessing, I will bless you. It was, he said, now I know. God did not know before. He knows all things, but he didn't know this one. He said, I did not, now I know that you will not be told anything from me. Now, what happened to him? Let's see. Jesus also claimed that Abraham saw my day. I was glad. So on Moriah, as he wanted to sacrifice Isaac, because he named the place El Shaddai, we normally say the old blessed one, but he said, on the mount of the Lord it shall be seen. That's what it means. What did Abraham see that day? On the other side was Moriah. On the other side was Golgotha. He saw the Son of God being crucified on that same place. God said, you don't need to sacrifice your son. I have given my son already. Nobody, look, Abraham saw his day and was glad. When God opens you up to dimensions that the people in your generation are not even seeing, I tell you, you are sorted in the name of Jesus. Quickly, four P's to go by. When we are still on Didomai, am I correct? All right, Didoma. Number, there are four P's you give to. Four P's. I submit again, not my Rema, but my mentor's Rema. Praise God. Number one, pulpit. Pulpit is where you give your tithes, offerings, and special offerings. Any kingdom offering called for, be ready. Be part of it. It opens the portals of heaven. And I speak over your life, heaven will be opened over you. Number two is give your parents. Some of you, you say your parents have, you don't give to them. You are short-circuiting yourself. Don't monitor. And when you give to them, don't monitor them. Say, ah, I gave you, ah, it has finished. I just gave you, mm -mm. Bring another one. Praise God. Is that Okay. Because the way I'm looking at some of you, you like the position of supervising how your parents spend money. Amen? Praise God. Number three, you give to the poor. Thank God for this church ministry. You are a giver. The community knows you for giving. Give to the poor. Not only the ones you give as an offering, look for people also that you'll be ministering to from time to time. Always, it opens the heavens over your life. And number four, give to your prophet and your pastor. What a better time to give to your man of God. 23 years of ministry, what a better time. Praise God. I, I, I just encourage you, do something during this time. Make sure that you are a blessing. One of the things that happens when you give to your man of God is that the, not only does the heaven open, you partake of the grace that is functioning in his life. That's what, it ha what happens. Please, you are not compelled to do this. Don't say that, oh, they have come again. We have not come anywhere. It's for you. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because, yes, 
from the country my wife was born in, I know they started having problems in this area. No, praise God. The Lord bless you. I said the Lord bless you. Amen. So, it's scripture. Amen. And the Lord will bless you as you do that. Praise God. Where are we? Didoma. Five. Uh, we've had enough. <laughs> Five is megaloites. Megaloites. You can tell it's not my original language. Okay, it is M E M E G A L E I O T S. Megaloites. This is the transcending power of God that lifts humanity out of its impossible plight. When you see a case that is impossible, praise God. This is where Megalitis kicks in. If you study Acts 4.33, it said great power and great grace was upon them. This was the power the apostles operated in. Miracle signs and wonders. This is the power responsible for miracle signs and wonders. Praise God. I speak over your life. Receive grace for megalitis. May the miraculous begin to flow in the name of Jesus. It displays the magnificence of God. A transfiguration is the same power responsible. What transfigured, amen, power that raised Lazarus from the dead is megalitis. It suspends natural laws and kicks in supernatural. Praise God. The key to activating this power is to be consistently in line with a personal word from God, a rema word. Mark, Matthew 4, 4, Luke 4, 4. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Ladies and gentlemen, don't leave the four walls of your home without, without receiving a word from God. If you begin to live your life that way, always the supernatural will be your natural. Amen. Receive a word from God. And your life will never remain the same. Amen. Number six, time is fast spent. Power of energy. This is the divine force. This is the divine force that convicts and cuts the hearts of people. They cut the souls of men in conviction. In other words, it's the power of conviction. Now that the weather is nice and you'll be going for evangelism from time to time, uh, thank God for you guys. Last year, you were awesome. You won souls. This city knew that, uh-uh, there's a church in town. Come on. Celebrate Jesus in your life. <laughs> Energia is the power of conviction. Acts 2.37, after Peter preached to a bunch, they said, men and brethren, what shall we do? That is energia. I travel quite a bit, and any time I'm traveling, it's part of my prayer point. I don't want to sit beside a believer. I want an unbeliever. And I tell you every time I've operated this power, you just give them the gospel, they start crying. They start melting. They say, and I've, after leading them to the Lord, I give them the website, I give them everything. I say, look, we may never see again but at the feet of Jesus, but I'll look for you there. I pray for them, bless them, a la vista. It's always a joy. It's always a joy. Some have gotten back. Some did not, but I know the Lord will take care of them. 
It, it, won't it be glorious on that day when, when, when we are on the general assembly, some people say, you preach to me, you don't remember me. Say, oh, sorry, I didn't remember you, but it's okay, my brother. <laughs> you hug the person and we celebrate. Amen. And people like Apostle Paul will be saying, oh, they fought the battle. They wrestled with men at Ephesus. I mean, Ephesus like beasts. Say, ah, just me, Paul. What happened there? And you begin to talk. Then some people also will be crying, uh, because Jesus didn't pay my rent, so I was angry with him. I didn't do anything. May that not be your story. I said, may that not be your story. In the name of Jesus. Lastly, number seven, that's the power of Kratos. Kratos. Kratos is K R K R O Kra no K R A T O S. Yeah, Kratos. All right. Now, what that means is the power of ultimate victory. That is, in the final analysis, you will still win. No matter what you go through and pass through, you will still win. Let me tell you, sometimes you have to pass through the valley of the shadow of death. As much as Daniel was praying, he still ended up in the lion's den. Are you listening to what I'm saying? It's not funny to be in the lion's den. I will ask him when we get to heaven. He had to communicate with them. He said, lions don't eat lions. I'm fashioned after the lion of the tribe of Judah. You are also a lion. We are just different species. He had to be convincing them. Praise God. Now, that power which he used to convince, uh -huh, that's Kratos. He said, I'm just passing by. By tomorrow, God will bring you your food. I've talked to God. Praise God. <laughs> Amen. So, cheer up, brother. You are just passing through. I said your story will not end where you are now. You are just passing through. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they still had to pass through the fire. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Even the people putting them in the fire, the heat of the fire slew them. But they entered, hallelujah. They bubbled with the Son of God. Are you listening to what I'm saying? So enjoy what you are passing through now. But the Bible says, when they came out, when they came out, when they came out, not even the smoke of fire was on them. I said, God will sort you out. God will sort you out. God will sort you out. If you believe it, shout yes! Lift up your hands to heaven in thanksgiving to God. Marayaba Sotolema. Brende Gebo Shatalabadiyaba. Rende Geboro Yemali Setere Yema. Mende Gebo Sotolema. Ingere Yete Tete Tete Tete. In Jesus. Mighty name, we are praying. Like never before, you are stepping into a new realm. You will walk in the power of God that you have never tasted nor handled. In this last day's revival, the God of heavens will visit you, will visit your home, visit your marriage, visit your children, visit your destiny. In the name of Jesus, I command everything about your life and destiny to move forward. In the name of Jesus, 
in this new horizon you will not be found wanting you will walk in the fullness of God the manifestation of the sons that the world is waiting for you will manifest in the name of Jesus the dead will hear your voice in the name of Jesus you will walk in the resurrection power in the name of Jesus thank you father in Jesus mighty name we have prayed hallelujah God bless you this is the end of the message we are sure that you have been blessed for more information please visit our website at www.houseofpraise.ca God bless you